When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's habitual, isn't it? Early October rolls around and you just smell that rubber, hear those revs, and see the mountain in all its glory. The Bathurst 1000 and ba- is back for another year, and it's an emotional one for Holden and their hordes of fans as they say goodbye to the great race once and for all. As always, the competitive nature will be on show with chances across the paddock, desperate to be crowned king of the mountain. Matty White is not just the gun host on SEN. 11.70 morning show. He's also everything Australian motorsport and loves this event as much as any bloke we know. Been calling it for 20 years in the past and he's on the line with us now. Morena, Matty. How you going, mate? G'day, guys. Good, good, good. You, you've captured it in a nutshell there, isn't it? I mean, it's just that time of the year. It's like final time in footy. Yeah. You can sort of smell it in the air and then Bathurst comes around and you know that that's just around the corner. I don't reckon they ever have to attach a date to Bathurst, actually. They just say, you know, when it's, you know when it's on, you can feel it. So just head up to the mountain and join us. I remember, I remember when I was playing over there, Matty, in the 90s, it was one of the most iconic events um, that, come on, that come on tally during the year, you know. What, what's the headline, the most important thing we need to know about if you're following Bathurst this year? Rain and truckloads of it. Um, it's going to be quite possibly the wettest Bathurst I've, that I've I've seen. I mean, I've seen some beauties there. I, actually, guys, I've, I've quite literally been there when it's been sunny up the top and hailing in pit lane at the same time. So mm. it really does get weird weather at Bathurst, but there's an enormous around, amount of rain coming um, across New South Wales in particular. And I looked at the forecast in detail yesterday and, it's not just rain on Sunday, it's rain on Saturday. It'll be rainy there on Friday as well. Supercars have taken the extraordinary step of putting out some posts yesterday and some media yesterday to fans saying, you know, A, be careful because there's so many people that go up there and camp, etc. But um, also saying that we are scheduling everything to go ahead as per plan. But we're talking, we are talking bucket loads of rain. So that's going to be the key feature of this weekend, which is a pity. Um, for those that go there and love the pilgrimage, and it's a it's a tough ride when you're up there and it's pouring down, it's freezing. But when it comes to the race, if they get a clean crack at 161 laps, which they won't, it'll be disrupted somewhere along the way. But 
it'll add some extra spice. As we always say in motorsport, just add water and watch it go. And, and there's certainly uh, plenty coming. Yeah, that's crazy, Matty. Uh, it's, it seems like Sydney in particular has been uh, under siege with that rainfall. Like I know Royal Randwick has had a nightmare and, and they're racing again, but horse trainers haven't been able to put their horses through the preparations they want because of it. So now another sort yeah. of racing is going to be impacted. What does that do for the field? Are there wet weather drivers that come to the fore when you get um, technical tracks like this that get that much water? Yeah, there are. Look, as in every sport, you know, it's just like mud runners in, in horse racing. There's there's those that prefer the wet or just shine in the wet, really. And Shane Van Gisbergen's top of the tree. I mean, Giz is top of the tree on everything, right? So he, you chuck him into a into a garbage truck and he'll win it. Um, and he showed that in world rallies um, across the last week. So, But when it comes to wet weather racing, Shane Van Gisbergen has always had it. From the time that he came into the category as a youngster, we knew that he had this extraordinary ability to drive a car very different to anyone else. And then we started to see it in the wet weather. So I go through, when I'm looking at my form guide, I go through a couple of things. You go through the fast teams, um, the experienced teams, and the driver pairings as well. But for this one, and I can get to that in just a sec, but for this one, you have to go to wet weather drivers and those teams too that don't mind um, trying to pin the tail on the donkey across the course of the weekend. And on all of those fronts, Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tand are pairing up in the in the Triple Eight Race Engineering, so the Red Bull Racing Commodore. On all of those fronts, they tick all the boxes. Experience, yes. Get the mountain, absolutely. Close to times when, when one driver steps out and the co-driver steps in, Garth Tander hasn't been out of the sport full-time for that long, and he won't be too far off in terms of time. So tick there. And then throwing the wet weather, tick, 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 tick for Shane Van Gisbergen. So it's very rare, I reckon, when you can look at a Bathurst field and pull one driver pairing, one car out in particular, and say they've got to be the favourites. But especially with the weight of the, the wet weather that's coming, I now put Shane Van Gisbergen even even higher and because of all the other reasons as well with Garth. Oh, it sounds like you're back in Animo. Hey, um, the Commodores, just for anyone that can't understand why and where Holden is going, what's the context here? Well, Holden have checked out of Australian manufacturing already, and the Commodore has stayed on in terms of racing. So, you know, Bathurst was built on the Ford v Holden rivalry, the blue versus the red. Mm. And for a while there, we sort of drifted off, and we've seen all sorts of cars drive around Mount Panorama. But essentially, that's the vein, that's the DNA of the Supercars Championship or the Australian Touring Car Championship, as we know it. And and this time around, it's the end of the Commodore. Um, so it's Commodore v Mustang for this weekend. The Mustang will be there next year, but Supercars are doing what they call Gen 3, so Generation 3 cars. Um, so a brand new suite of cars coming in next year, and it'll be the Chevy Camaro on the other side. So there'll essentially still be that us versus them, or red versus bluish, um, or blue versus reddish, I should say, battle. But this is the end of the Holden Commodore. Iconic up there at Mount Panorama, iconic in Australian motorsport, and iconic on our roads over here. So this is the last time that race fans get to see the Commodore flaring around Mount Panorama and taking it up to the Fords. And vice versa. So there's always a, guys, there's always a great story about Bathurst. You know, whether it's somebody's last race or it's an anniversary race, there's always something attached to Bathurst that just gives it that extra spark. And and this time around, unfortunately, the weather will be the headline act. But this time around, it is farewell to the Commodore. So 
for those rusted on um, Holden Commodore fans, there'll be a tear in the eye because they're so attached to this car and this this manufacturer in Australia. So it is definitely the end of an era. Now, look, motorsport innovates and has had to move forward. And you look at Formula One and the way that the cars have changed drastically, and I'm sure every class has. But touring, uh, you know, like these touring car fans and the supercar fans, the diehards. At any point, have they gone? Oh, this is a step too far. The sports changed too much. To it doesn't look like what it looked like when I was growing up, and when I was, you know, really a passionate fan. Have they just accepted the changes? There's a little bit of both, to be honest. I reckon that the undercurrent is why change it because it goes back through our history, and you're spot on. I mean, these are these are fans that grew up as fans of a certain brand of car more than likely because that car was in their garage or their driveway or their mum or their dad or you know uncle or grandfather was was supporting it and that's how it's been throughout the years so you know if you grew up and, and your family supported Holden then good luck trying to support Ford and going up to the mountains so that, that is part of part of this sport no question about it and the sport has got away from those roots where you you win on Sunday and you buy on Monday. I mean, the cars that they're racing about around Bathurst are nothing like the cars that you go out and purchase on a Monday morning. And and there's a realisation and acceptance of around around that. You know, we've had to move on and we've had to continue to innovate. I think a lot of people would like supercars to stop tinkering with their cars. Um, there's so much focus on Generation 3. I mean, it makes it gives me an ice cream headache when I think about it. It's like talk, talking about tyre compounds. I mean... It's great for a race team, but not so great for for the average punter. So you've got to keep moving, no question about that, but you've got to stay relevant as well. And let's face it, the one thing that that gave relevance to this brand in particular was exactly that. You you had blue or red in your blood, and you normally have one of those cars sitting out the front of your house. For many reasons, those things have changed, but supercars have got to make sure it doesn't go too far down the track where it loses that relevance. Either way... Bathurst is Bathurst, and it'll put on an enormous show, and we'll get 161 crazy laps, and we'll all walk away on Sunday going, holy cow, that was amazing, and we'll be back again the next year. So you can tinker as much as you want behind closed doors and with the rule books and all that kind of stuff, but you've got to make sure that the fans know what they're, know what they're looking at and know what they're wanting to buy, um, and you, you don't let them drift away. Yeah, well, those fans are still wanting to buy those cars. You're bringing back some memories, the Walkinshaws, the Brocks. Uh, I'm, an ex, yeah. I'm actually an old XY Falcon man myself. I love that shape of car. Um, and that takes me back to all these old veterans that will be driving around up there on Mount Panorama. Do you, do, you, do you have anyone in mind that might be able to stand out that comes back from the old days uh, in this race, Matty? Well, I'll tell you one that um, that your listeners will love over there on SEN, Dead Murph's back. I mean, Murph's a multiple winner of this race, and he's going to be partnered up with Richie Stanaway in the number 51 Holden. So I was lucky enough to call the great lap of the gods in 2003. Oh, so myself and Neil They came out holding. Oh, mate, it was, it was one memory. You know, I've, I've called a lot of things in my sporting um, commentary career, but that, that day when Murph put that lap down was just extraordinary. And, and I said, you know, in the commentary, he's on car number 51 and he's gone straight to the top of the Bob Jane T-Mart 1000 and Murph said to me one day um, he said mate where did that call come from and I said bugger if I know Murph it just came out but to me that's what it looked like it, it looked like he had we all remember that Kmart Commodore and 
I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. But <laughs> throughout the course of that weekend, he had a super fast car that just stuck to the road. Every time he went out there, I reckon he was only not fastest in one session leading up to that top 10 shootout. And it looked as though he had this car that was just ready to break free and just smash everybody else. We never knew at the time that it was going to be the fastest time around Mount Panorama, but that's what it looked like to me. It looked like that just everything was thrown off that car and Murph couldn't get his foot down hard enough because he knew the car would respond. So, you know, it's like having a horse that you just want to let go at the 600-metre mark because you know it's not going to get pinned down. It's a winx kind of performance, and, and that's what it was back then. So to see Murph back with Richie, the all-Kiwi pairing, they'll get it. That's the thing. Richie will look across to Murph and say, okay, how do I get around this place and how do I master this place? And you don't win four Bathurst championships without knowing exactly what to do at Mount Panorama. So there's another little key when you're looking for your form guide. Look for drivers who understand what to do at the circuit. This is a place where you learn more than ever before when you've been there before and you've won there before. When you come back, you've got something that other people don't. So I'm looking forward to see the old old, uh, time and get out there and have another crack. Hey, Matty, just before we let you go, you've obviously picked one and two, so we've got uh, Giz picking up the top (laughs) spot and Murph picking up second place. What about the Aussies, mate? Who's your top top pick for for the Aussies? Well, half Aussie, half Kiwi again. So Chaz Moss, <laughs> uh, the defending champ, he's now got Fabian Coulthard alongside of him. So Fabs isn't driving full-time. I've been working with him on the Speed Series, and he's put in some pretty hard yards over the last couple of months in particular to make sure that he's he's going to be ready. So I'd be looking at Chaz and, and Fabian in the Walkinshaw Andretti United Commodore because, again, there's even though Fabs was upside down on that first lap many years ago and upside down a few times... Um, He's, he's a driver there that understands it and experience as well. He won't be too far off Chaz's leading times as the main driver. So I'd be looking towards those guys. So what have I got? I've got three Kiwis at least up there on the podium at the moment. I'm going okay, aren't I? Why don't we just make it a New Zealand whitewash? Get them all up there. Stick, stick them all in a car together and give them one, two, three. And mate, I'll send you over some Lion Red so you don't have to give them a can of VB. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning, Matty. Uh, bring, bring back some massive memories. I'm going to go back out, look at Trade Me, try and pick me up a Falcon XY this afternoon. Uh, you go well, mate, and thanks for joining us uh, this morning on SCNZ. No worries, guys. Thanks. And Greg Murphy, listen to the crowd roar. The Holden supporters love it. He has released the shackles on car 51. And he is going straight to pole position for the Bob Jane T-Marts 1000. Murphy, a blistering oh, lap. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's a record breaker. That is insane. Uncharted territory for anybody on the mountain. <laughs> Man, the Kmart Holden, Matty White with the call. Memories flooding back, is he? Oh, mate, that, that is huge. And I, he just he broke it over the weekend in the qualifying, didn't he? Yeah. The, the, the lap of God, and uh, it was only good for 22nd place. So it shows how far the cars have come in such time. Um, mate, awesome memories. I'm just checking out the odds. Four bucks. Four bucks is SVG and Garth mm. Tender.
Yep, and cookies, cookies come through. Here's one for you, boys. Van Gisbing and Tanda for the shootout winner as well, 450. I don't mind that. What you can do as well, um, Kempi and I were just talking, you could back, uh, you could almost each way bet, <laughs> maybe not you for you, Izzy, mm. but you could back Giz and Tanda <laughs> top three at $2 just in case somehow he gets rolled on the line or something weird happens, and then you could back him to win at the $4 as well. You could kind of go each way on it, but... Um, he the way Matty White was talking there, Kempe, and the wet giz will just be too good. Well, mate, he just couldn't t- stop talking giz up, you know. So he's the he's the best they got anyway. So if he's uh, he, and what do you say, he gets even better when it starts to rain. You'd be you'd be a mug not to back giz. No, I'm not going to say back him. I'm not going to say back him though. Ne- never loses another but, motor race. Bo- <laughs> bonus back, boys. Bonus back. Place a pre-race outright bet on the 2022 Bathurst 1000. Your fi- driver finishes second, third, or fourth will refund your bet up to fifty dollars as a bonus bet. So there you go. Gave a dabble on on the Bathurst SVG. I think he's just gonna he's gonna break the record this week. He loves the Bathurst. He's come off a of WRC. He could do it. Too. He's a freak. He's a, honestly if. Scotty McLaughlin had a stayed. Yeah, how how would this com- competition be with him and, and SVG just really fighting it out? Well, Scotty probably wouldn't have lost. To be fair, they yeah. they, they were firing so that, on all cylinders. But Giz has taken his opportunity. Mm. Mm. It's interesting, eh? Imagine if, if SVG would have the same impact. Obviously, if Scotty was here, he's obviously a big wig. He was dominant in such a big time. Hey, you know, here's one for you. Who loses next? Animo Imperatriz SVG. <laughs> it's not a bad. It's not a bad multi because it's twenty bucks. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm Kempi to... stops him, not me. <laughs> I haven't got that title yet. I haven't got that title yet. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.